Time to get paid, time to get paid, time to get paid, time to get paid. It's a good day, it's a good day, it's a good day. Every single way, every single way, every single way, every single way. It's a good day, it's a good day, it's a good day. This is the hot topics of the week. Woo! That shit hot. It just reminded me from my show Well, anyways, welcome, welcome, welcome to the greatest podcast in the world. Who's with me? Chief in the building. Like he never left. Like I never left. Who else with us? Yo, what's good, y'all? It's the boys vote. What's good? What's good? Let's get, let's, let's get it straight to it, man. What? Uh, Little Wayne, Little Wayne, Little Wayne. Mm. What about Weezy F Baby? What about well, one of our goats? You feel me? Uh, especially us being from Miami, Little Wayne just means a lot to us. Even though he said a lot of things that we don't agree with, we will always defend him because he's Little Wayne. He's part of our culture. You feel me? That little disclaimer aside, um, he's in a very tough predicament at the moment. Um, He's currently facing some jail time, and apparently uh, he has to sell his masters to get some money in order to, uh, I guess, lawyer fees. fees or whatever, legal fees. So, um, rumor is going around that uh, he, uh, he's also selling um, Drake's masters and Nicki Minaj's masters and Tiger's masters, pretty much the Young Money camp, so, I mean, the whole catalog. It seems like uh, what they're saying is that he's selling all, all the masters for them. Uh, how do you guys feel about this, first of all? Uh, we'll start with you, Sensei. What's your thoughts? Uh, my thoughts, personally. Uh, first off, like, I just want to say you did a great job presenting that, man. Um, goodness. Goodness. Um, <laughs> you did a phenomenal job right there, Chief. Uh, first thing I want to know is who, who said this stuff about, like, you know, the Drake situation and Nicki Minaj situation. That's the first thing. And I'm going to pretend I don't know, like I didn't get the link from Rich Bo. But uh, I want to know who said it, where he got his sources from. And also, I've seen, like, you know, the particular headline, Lil Wayne sells his masters for $100 million. And it's funny, you must be worth a lot when everybody thinks that's a bad deal. And think about it, you just wrote these rhymes, laid down some music, made it prolific. Shout out to Nipsey. And then now people actually think like, wow, you're a dumbass for selling it for a hundred million dollars. Ain't that crazy, Rich Bo? Don't you think it's crazy that a lot of people are like, dog, you're retarded for selling your masters for a hundred million dollars. You must be extremely talented. <laughs> um, I agree with you, but you, you know why people think it's crazy, folks? It's like, what songs exactly did he sell? Who? It was it Nicki? Was it Drake? It's like, obviously you're gonna assume that because those are his artists. But, I mean, of course, that's a great point. You brought up a hundred million dollar people think you're crazy for selling it for a hundred million. Yes, I definitely don't have a million dollars in my bank account yet, so I don't know how that even feels to have a mill. But, my nigga, don't you think about the long term, like, no, hundred I mean, million. That's a great long-term plan, my guy. <laughs> <laughs> like, think about the long term, and it was a, it was, it was quiet. Because prior to this podcast, I believe someone quoted something about twenty million dollars, and then someone said that's generational wealth. <laughs> Who's that person who said that? I said that. Oh, you said that. So a hundred million dollars. I mean, it's not like he won't be straight, uh, but I, it, it just, it just shows you. It must be reassuring to know your worth, but I'm not sure if the situation is that bad where he's in a in a in a, in a little uh, got himself in a little backed himself up in a wall. You feel me? Yeah. Right now, as far I as mean, legal situations and things like that, because if he's really worried about that, or you really think do we think it's because that he has to pay legal fees that he sold his masters, or do we feel like? You know, Lil Wayne's like, yo, I just want to be able to have over a hundred million dollars in my account, which he's probably gonna get a payment throughout the spread. And who knows what the deals entail? 
does he own 100% of his master? I mean, does he not own any percentage of his masters? Do they take it all completely? That's a lot of questions. We don't know what, what it is necessarily contractually. That's a good point. That's and, a good point. and that's what I would like to know before I jump into, like, you know, really passing judgment. Now, if it's like a crazy deal, I mean, it's still $100 million. Because, you know, I just, I'm just thinking, if, who else can say that if you sold your catalog for $100 million, they're crazy, other than Jay Z, Beyonce? Who else can we say would, would sound crazy in our own opinions for selling their masters for $100 million? Yeah, there's very few people. It's very few. I mean, few. Nas would be up there. You feel me? I think if Nas sold his masters, that would shock a lot of people mm-hmm. for that amount. You know, like you said, Jay-Z, certain people, Nipsey, you know, uh, people that, that fall under that category. I don't know if it's a bad move, but I think this is just showing people that celebrities don't have as much money as they think, you know, as we think that they do. Well, that's like, what we're presumptually thinking. But we don't know yeah, because you know it, it could have been a good business move for him because we don't know what he's bringing in at the time. You feel me? He's probably he might be thinking long term, especially because he's going through this, this uh, legal situation. He might have to take a L now, but he he's confident enough enough to make that money back. You know, at the same time, when you speak to people that are successful, mm-hmm. they're not worried about you know losing a certain amount of money when they feel like they can make that money back. So that's no, the difference. That's a good that's point. Him, you know what I mean? So that's a good point. A hundred mil. Hundred mil to them is probably like a hundred thousand to us. You feel me? It's a big, it's ten times. There's a difference. You feel me? Now it's 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 sad to say though, cause I don't think Little Wayne invested his money on the same caliber that somebody like Jay Z or Nas did, and that's really sad to see. Cause Little Wayne was making he was making so much money that it's, it's weird for him to be put into this position, considering he was making money since how long? 13, 12 years old. Like that, that money's been coming in for a long time. So you wonder mm-hmm. where That's does it all go? Point, Chief. That's a good point. But let me ask you a question, Chief. Like, you think, you think Bedrock, the song Young Money came out with years ago, Bedrock, you don't think you can hear that in a commercial? Yeah, you can. Yeah. Especially the, yeah. the certain parts of the song. Yeah, you can yeah. definitely hear that in a commercial, you know? It's just a matter of, you know, like, this is just showing you invest your money. If you get into a certain caliber, start investing your money so you won't go through the situation. Because at the end of the day, you know, we're going to look at it as a hit because we've seen so much negative, so much artists talk about don't sell your masters or try to keep everything. Yeah, yeah. That's my a perspective good point. is like, no, don't give away your bag. The little Wayne's like, nah, man, I'm going through it. I can make that money back and I just got to take a hit right now. But so, did any reports say that he's actually going through it or is just little Wayne just being little Wayne? And do well, his own thing. So we. So, so you're saying you're assuming that really it's own. it's financial struggle. You're assuming that. I'm not saying I'm not saying it's a financial struggle. I'm saying the situation is odd because it's Little Wayne. It is. We hold his caliber into such a, a high regard. We don't want him to give away nothing. You know what I mean? But his business. But one thing that his one of his kryptonites was business savviness and. You know, he like he's more into the art. You know, what I'm saying he's more into the art, and he let the the lawyers be the lawyers, and he let the businessmen be the businessmen. And then one thing we heard a lot about a lot of people, especially when they were talking about studio time, and they had to double check and really go back. Chameleonaire talked about this. Um, I think even Willie D talked about this. Master P, he looking like yo, y'all charge me for studio time, and I just recorded in my studio. So you know, sometimes people will try to do little things here and there, maybe unknowingly, because you know they probably have a template. But maybe unknowingly, maybe knowingly, that you know, uh, that causes him not to be personally involved with the business, because you know he don't seem like he's interested in necessarily being a part of business. It's like you know he's a creator, he makes the idea, and then he brings the people in position to create the business. Like you know, you look at Truck Fit or even the people or the brands that he advertised. Like you know, they have no issue with that. Like ESPN, let's think about like you know ESPN. He also had what? Um, what's the other one? FS4. Yeah, so he's on there. He's, he got this. He's on the Skip and Shannon intro. So Lil Wayne always find it work. He always he's extremely popular, but you know, we don't know if he just not maybe a business person. Remember, because Baby took care of that. You know, his lawyers took care of that, uh, and he had a life just like you guys said. And I want to reiterate that he had that type of life where you know he probably has certain people taking care of the certain things he's like i'm not no lawyer i'm not a bank account i'm not an accountant you feel me but biggie always said it i got lawyers checking lawyers so i don't go broke you feel me and that's what it is that's what you got you can't trust them 
You yeah, can. trust them. Yeah. It's your job to lie. That's the job of a, lo- a lawyer, a good mm-hmm. lawyer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> an honest lawyer ain't gonna get you far. I mean, he knows the loopholes. I think he's like, you know, once you know the rules and somebody else don't, like, you're gonna eat them alive. That's messed it's up. It's relationships, too, though. You know what I mean? A lot of it's relationships, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. That's true. That's true. All right, so the next topic, I'm just touching on that. That was a good one. Uh, the next topic is. Academics Tory Lanez and 21 Savage 21. was on a call recently. It got really juicy. We already know that Meek Mill partic- don't feel particularly happy about academics. I never knew until now that Tory Lanez had a certain beef with academics. Um, and also 21 Savage was like kind of somewhat of the mediator, but was it successful? Not necessarily. I mean, I think it was a successful discussion. And I really do appreciate that type of discussion that they did have. It got a little spicy here and there sometimes, especially with Meek Mill and mm-hmm. academics. But the thing is, uh, Meek Mill made some really good points. Academics also replied back. And, you know, they gave good examples with one another. 21 Savage jumped in. Tory Lanez came in, gave some comedic relief here and there. And, you know, it was it was pretty cool, man. I really enjoyed the conversation they all had. And even though Meek Mill seemed strongly, felt strong about how he felt, I felt like he still, even though he said he wasn't open to it, I think he did a conversation and he was willing and open to everything possible. You feel me? So mm. it was a great conversation in totality. But, you know, uh, you guys, you can summarize it. Or what do you think the conversation meant? Do you think there should be more discord like this? I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty obvious. Yeah, but, definitely. I feel like... I definitely felt like that was attacking academics, but I do understand why. Because the, the platform academics has built throughout the years, mm-hmm. he doesn't really shed the, the best best of lights on a lot of hip hop artists, especially if he doesn't like you. That's true. If he doesn't like you, he's not gonna show you no type of love. He's gonna diss you. He's gonna talk a lot of trash. And yeah, dog, it's just especially for the platform he built, dog. Mm-hmm. People don't like him. Period. <laughs> and Rich, I want to ask you since you saw the interview, what were some of the points Meek Mill made, some of the points Twenty One Savage made, some of the points Tory Lanez made, and some of the points that DJ Academics made? And what did you get from those points? Meek Mill is brought up the point Academics page. Um, what was the one Chirac Warren Chirac? Mm-hmm. He brought up. He definitely brought up that he felt like oh, his that platform definitely helped kill. You know a few blackmail. Oh, can we talk about that? Can we stop there? Alright, yeah, let's get do, it. Do, do you agree with him or do you disagree with him? I agree with me. I, I agree with me. Definitely, academics, he didn't bring no serious commentary when it came to that. He just brought a comedian, a comedic side to it. He didn't really shed no positive light at all. But right. the only positive thing you can say about it, he definitely gave the artists a little light to, you know, people to look at them besides being savages. If they care to look at their music. Yeah. I definitely throughout watching those War and Chirac series, I, I definitely checked out their music. Cause I'm a fan of Chicago music. Right. All that stuff they stuff they was doing, all the guns and drugs in the videos and gang, you know, no shirts. That was just raw and entertaining. So, of course, I loved it. Um, my take on it is kind of like I'm more in the middle, cause like you said, there there has been some real street, you know, beasts behind it, and it, it kind of feels like it's being instigated when you have somebody that's outside of that culture and they're speaking on it, and they have no, they feel like they have no repercussions, you know, towards yeah. their words. But then, like you said, like. He brought a lot of spotlight to Chicago at the same time. Like, yeah, people forget that. Like, he was saying that uh, you had people like Chief Keith and um, Little Reese hitting him up, like, yo, yo, keep putting up those videos because blah, blah, blah is making me money. So, that's also the other side that people don't really give him credit for. Exactly. You know, I, I have to give him credit for that. Exactly. You know, Nobody gave him credit on that. But I, you know, it's, it's, it's like, it's like a. Uh, this is, it's, just a, it's just a dead end he kind of made for himself. It's like, yeah, you bring a light, but the negative stuff is like, yo, niggas, niggas don't like you for what you bring, what you doing and saying. Yeah, it's kind of like mean? the news. It's exactly like the news, and I think that was what mm-hmm. his whole mo was. 
the mine is the comedy part. The, the comedy part is was really um, rubbing people the, the wrong way. If he was objective, if he just reported what he saw, mm. you know, what people, I don't think people would be as, as upset. But at the same time, it would not be entertaining. Be real. Yeah. You watch the news. Yeah. You trying to fall asleep, bro. You, he he he's yeah. Jamaican. We know Jamaicans. They crack jokes. They they're free spirits. You feel me? They have that type of energy already. So yeah, yeah. It's a double-edged sword. I'm leaning more towards Meek Mill because at the same time, you, you can't put a price on people getting killed. But at the same time, it's gonna it's happening anyways, and you got to do that's bringing money to the to those people and can create a lot of opportunities. You got cheap keep that move. You know, a lot of people remove themselves from very um, grim. From a very grim environment because of money, so it's a, it's a double-edged sword. Um, were there any other points that um academics brought up that he rebuttal? Um, the Tory, the Tory, Tory brought up. You know, Tory was personal because like academics instigated a, a beat between him and another Toronto artist, mm-hmm. and I, I totally forgot about that. Obviously, it wasn't too too big for Tory, but it was like a little light, and right. Tory ain't like that. He was instigating that, and so you know, academic was like, "Oh, my fault for that," blah blah blah. But be real, you talk for like you're not, you don't. Besides the mech stuff and that academic stuff, I really can't think of nothing else. Mm. So that he's really known for. So you're saying his presence on social media is not as big as the other people were talking about, like Meek Mill and yeah. everyone else? Yeah, I can agree I to that. So. I don't think so. Um, any thoughts, Sensei? Uh, I know you saw the video as well. Oh, no. Rich, you never said about the 21 Savage. I was waiting for that one. Oh, I forgot about that. He was just being the mediator. Okay, cool, cool, cool. I guess, you know what? I guess it's the academic effect. No negative... No negative comments from um, from 21. I kind of forgot about it. Mm-hmm. But he was just being the mediator. And what was DJ Academic's defense as far as when he was talking to Meek Mill and also the rest of the guys and, and certain things? Because there was one point that, you know, that, that Meek Mill brought up. This is the main point that I know that Meek Mill brought up then. I always said this, and I said this to you and Chief. I said it simply is you talk crazy to dudes you'll never say that in their face to like you know what I'm saying you start yeah. talking crazy and I said uh, one thing I would not mind I mean you know I'm talking about as far as integrity I wouldn't mind an individual I don't never really mind an individual being entertaining or you know the way he did like you know you can't start the fight and then call the police I mean you probably didn't start the fight but like I said you can't be like talking tough and then call the police right after and threaten to call the police which I know the reason why he did that that he said he was going to threaten Meek Mill at that one point I know why he did it you know he just want to cut that noise he's like I don't even want that energy around me I don't even want you to think that I want killers to come after me I don't even want you to you know what I'm saying I'm going to cut I'm going to kill that noise now the only way to kill this noise is by report your ass to the OPO you know what I'm saying so that was that was the move I understand that's the move he did he's like nah I'm not one of these dudes I'm not trying to go into a club and a nigga trying to shoot at me or fight me. Nah, I ain't trying to do all that. So I understand where he was coming from with that. But, you know, me personally, you know, I like academic. But the thing is, sometimes you do talk crazy and then you feel like, you know, to call the cops right after you instigate it. Like you can't get involved with the instigation. If you're going to be a certain person, then be that person. Defend yourself. And I, I made the point is that, you know, you went to college and. You're articulate, like you know. You actually make yeah. videos where you where you break down things. You know, you break it down nicely. You break it down with points and everything like that. You, you're a reasonable, sensible yeah, person. He does. So technically, you don't have to go out and wild out. You don't have to wild out and say like curse words. I mean, not saying curse words. Excuse me. Just like wilding out on somebody, talking crazy to them, when you know you won't say it in their face. And then that's one thing that Meek Mill said. He said, "Yo," he said, "That's he said that's the thing." He said, you know, when DJ Academics start getting loud, like, you know, Meek Mill keep his one voice at the same tone. He don't yell or nothing. He tell you what he want to tell you, but he keeps his voice in a certain tone. When DJ Academics slightly got loud, he was like, yo, he said, put your voice down. He said, this is shit I'm talking about. He said, you know, if you was in front of me, you're not talking to me like that. He said, you know, you're not going to talk to me yeah, like that. Yeah, we all know that. You feel me? He said, no. And then, yeah. you know, that's the point I was making. I was like, yo, you're articulate enough. Like, you can still, you can talk greasy, but you're articulate enough where you can, you can do it in a creative way, the way you do it with your personality without being disrespectful or sounding like you're going to fight somebody. Because that's one thing that about DJ Academics sometimes, you know, he want to defend himself and I understand that. But he's articulate enough to like, you know, 
not bring that type of pressure onto himself because when it comes to him let's say like he talks crazy and when that pressure comes to him that energy that he puts out comes to back to him that negative energy he's gonna call the cops he's gonna try to kill that shit like you're gonna you're gonna start playing a little dirty you feel me and you know me personally this is where i'm stuck between academics and i don't feel like he's in the same boat as like an adult 22 or a dj vlad you know and they helped a lot of people at, at the same time like i said or you know what i'm saying even worse than you know those individuals i'll say like uh you know like a takashi 69 is like you know you know takashi's the type of dude he's gonna slither he's a snake like you know he's gonna do anything to make himself survive you know what i'm saying if it's you and him He's gonna do whatever it takes to make himself survive. You feel me? He's a sleaze ball. He's a snake. Now, DJ Academics, do I feel that way? I don't feel he's that. I feel like he's he's a good-hearted person. You feel me? He's a good-hearted person, but at the same time, um, you know, he's a he try he makes it a point to say that he's a civilian. And you know, if you're a civilian and you're talking crazy, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm not gonna say be ready, be a you know, be quiet and you know, someone should tell you how to talk and stuff like that, but at least you know i know for a fact that you articulate he articulates himself so well that he's he can do it well enough my fault to get his point across without being too like you know talking crazy necessarily he could be disrespectful but he don't gotta talk crazy like you know fuck you know how like you see how he talked about tegan and you see how he talked about me mill when they're not around or he tried to talk about freddie gibbs talking about he said he wanted to kill me and he never said that like you know when you say things like that you know sometimes 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 um, sometimes he's like you know emotionally driven like any of us could be you feel me but the thing i did like about the conversation i love the discourse in the conversation i actually really appreciated it i really respected academics after the conversation because it's not like you know he defended himself as well you know what i'm saying and i see i think he had an understanding he's like you know what you know i think he had a time to reflect to himself and be like you know what um you know i need to listen to these because he actually cares like even though he says he didn't need meat mill or meat mill don't need him you feel me it, they, he still cares for some reason he has a he has a heart for hip-hop and there's a he's love a there he's a fan and that's one thing and that's one thing and that's one thing we can't say that he's not he's a fan of hip-hop and it would be nice to, you know saying even though like you know dj academics had these those situations i always think he was a good-hearted person and you know i would love to see him at the top like i would like to see him like a charlemagne and stuff like that but it's the little things like you know um the, the talking crazy crazy he could talk crazy but like i said i know he could articulate it well he could articulate it better because that he's like i said he could get up he could get up there he could be high up and you know when you see somebody with such talent like that like you know you don't want to see him hold himself back but i like the conversation he seemed to actually listen to what they had to say and you know he actually soaked it in he actually soaked in the conversation you okay. feel me? Okay. uh and once he what he did in one of his last videos when he mentioned the the situation we was gonna talk about this later but i think it was little baby was it the little baby situation oh no my fault, my fault. oh we forgot one thing we supposed to talk about but i'm gonna transition to this now um rowdy rebel coming out facts you feel me when forgot, he talked to, to put that there, yeah. yeah so when rowdy rebel came out he said you know what he said you know he said you know what uh, i've been told like you know i don't bring enough light to things and this is i feel like this is a good situation where i'm bringing light to the situation you know say because he said sometimes he's like yo sometimes i don't know just like i think we spoke about chief he don't know that certain rappers are beefing with each other and then he'll put up something and then he don't know that he is a song that's disrespecting somebody else even though he understands the culture of chicago this might be a whole different city or something he might put up something and then people it rubs in the wrong way yeah because it could be one bar in chicago like one bar yeah that's it and that's it like oh he just that whole he just that crew you feel me so yeah like you said it's and, and he That's said he tries was, yeah and he said he tries he said he tries but sometimes you know things can slip between the cracks he's like you know i don't know everything you know what i'm saying but he said when i put it up you know i put up something i like sometimes and then you know people be like no nah, man you know he talking about his dead homeboy he's like oh shit he didn't know that when he put it up you know what I mean? he's like oh crap you know what i'm saying so he's like he's stuck in a position because he's like you know i can't be like a hundred percent pg you know it's not going to interest anybody but you know and then meek mill making a point he's like dog you know i mean i don't think this so I think it was 21 or Tory Lanez. I'm not sure who it was. And it was like, you know what? You know, we understand that you're not going to put everything good in everything, but, you know, mix it up. I'm kind of waiting to see you mix it up a little bit with the good and the bad. You feel me? So, and I think he's making an effort now. Like, let's see how long that lasts. But, you know, he's been making an effort prior to it. But now he's been, make, he been making you know an effort, in my personal you opinion. You know what it is? It's just the negative stuff catches people more attention more. That's just what yeah, it is, dog. It's human nature, bro. Let's stop capping, dog. We all know that, dog. Like, I mean, I mean we, there, there's capping, but at the same time, you know, there's certain niggas who can make things trendy. 
and he can be a person he has a voice big enough to like put something positive and even though it won't get as much views even though he don't get in as much views for those videos you know say it'll still be nice to put something up there and him bringing attention because regardless you have billions upon millions of followers watching you and putting something good because like i said uh not like i said but you know um like many have said before it's like you know you get blessed to bless others you know you was blessed with a platform and you know i can't tell you what to do with your platform you made it you made it big on your own and how you handled it but you know uh what would make me feel good if i had a bigger voice and i was able to put attention or light on something that people don't usually look at you know what i'm saying so that's how i feel about it um as far as with the dj academic but i feel like it was a a forward moving conversation i wish a lot of people actually had this conversation more actually it was yeah, really I, was gonna, I wanted to act it was really therapeutic yeah. even though like it's crazy yeah. like guys i'm not telling you it's like rated g now but it was really soothing to hear like four dudes and they actually come mm. up with a compromise and it's not like somebody like i'm gonna shoot you and like you know what I'm saying? It, it, it got resolved like in a way you feel me even though we will be like i don't know if i fuck with him or whatever you know what i'm saying dj academics took the knowledge took what was said to him not saying he was punked out or anything but he he answered back he's like meek mill you have to understand i don't need you either like you know what I'm saying? He, he was honest he was real and true. <laughs> he was honest and real you know what I'm saying because meek mill made it a point to say that a hundred times and <laughs> yeah he did yeah, that's pretty much it, man. That's pretty much the whole gist. My fault. I was talking about that DJ Academic, but I, I, I'm just, in all in all, I enjoyed the conversation. I think we need more discourse just like that. I really enjoyed that because somebody could take something from that. You know, he might not be everything you want, but to know that if if you if you cause DJ Academics to at least report a little bit more positivity stuff, more positive stuff, that's going to be, that's dope. I really do think that's a dope situation. Uh, so how would you guys feel if DJ Academics did a show similar to Everyday Struggle, but with rappers? That uh, kind of gave me that, that feeling a little bit. Like, he can kind of, this would be a good place, a good time for him to rebrand himself and elevate himself to a position where he won't have to worry about the same issues that he's been dealing with. Yeah, Because yeah, it seems like if Meek Mill want to have a conversation with him, if all these people are willing to have a conversation, that's, that's already a positive effect. You feel me? Like... Because most people won't even give you the time of day. Some dudes, if they don't like you, they just don't like you. And they're they not going to try to mend that wound. But it seems like people respect him enough to even try to have that conversation. So if he can rebrand himself, he can definitely take himself into a different position where he won't have to deal with half of the stuff. Yes, but sir. that comes with him speaking differently as well. Yeah. The same way Joe Budden rebranded himself, he might have to take that same step. But we'll see. We'll see. We shall see. We you shall mean see. what you were saying, if he would do that? If he would do what he was doing on Everyday Struggle with Rappers, of course, I would love because I really am really feeling the effects like, damn, Everyday Struggle is gone now. I uh-huh. watched the last episode yesterday and I'm like, damn, in my feelings, like, what show is talking about hip hop every day? A good day podcast. True, facts. But on a big, that's that's on a platform getting paid. I'm, I mean, we getting paid. Though. I don't know what you're talking about. Stop throwing shade, Rich. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Nah, man, he's gonna, that void is going to be filled, bro. Don't, don't even worry about that. I'm more worried about him transitioning. because We're speaking about academics because, again, just like a lot of these Chicago rappers, shout out to Sensei, we've seen that academics since the very beginning. Feel me? Mm-hmm. We used to watch him every, like, religiously every day. Yeah. From, get home from work or you're on your way to work or blah 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 you put on academics you're brushing your teeth academics that used uh-huh. to be our vibe you know? uh-huh. so considering everything he's went through if he's able to transition into a position where he doesn't have to worry about this because at the same time I, I, he's not he shouldn't be the same person anymore you feel me don't don't do all the childish things that you said that people said you've been doing and people brought it to you on front street like yo people got in your face about it you can't say you ain't no you can't play ignorant you feel me so uh-huh. I, the conversation overall I, I enjoy i really enjoyed the i really enjoyed the conversation so. okay cool that's what's up man you know what i'm saying um we're gonna touch on rowdy rebel i know we already bust the cat out the bag you know what I'm saying? That's somebody who's freed up right now. He ain't got nothing. He got no worries yeah. right now. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He bought a nice chain. That chain was nice. I ain't gonna lie, man. I like that chain, man. That chain was hard. You saw it? The Roddy Rebel chain? Yeah. That thing was clean, bro. That thing was clean, man. I don't know. And then he came out. He had a hundred thousand. He's doing a song right now with what? Uh, Little baby? Who was it? Young Thug? I think it's Young Thug. 
It's somebody. He's getting around though. The Migos um, pull him out like a lot. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Migos. And that's that's uh, hip hop is one big family. It's just people don't always mess with each other. But just like when certain people get out of jail or they get out of a, a bad situation, we tend to embrace each other. And I think we need to talk more about that. Cause everybody think that hip hop is all about violence. Like, nah, we we got away from that. And we trying to make sure our brothers is good. Just like when Gucci came out, just like when Boozy came out, they got embraced. You know, and these these are some real dudes that didn't turn their back on their homies. I like that rat, you feel me? So, Master Splinter. I know when Bobby get out, man. It's, it's gonna be on, you feel me? They're gonna embrace him the same way. Yeah, that's what I was thinking yeah. about, man. Bobby ain't out, man. I was like, damn, Roddy Rebel. That's crazy. Is it crazy that you know Bobby cut his time in half and Roddy Rebel out before him? But you know, I heard that you know they said that. Bobby was wilding out and stuff like that. That's what they saying he was in jail. Yeah, yeah, he got yeah. an extra year because of that. Otherwise, it would have been out at the same time. I don't think he wilding. I think niggas are trying to try him. Yeah, he's a celebrity. It just comes with it. That's crazy. Well, we're happy that you're free, Roddy Rebel. Can't wait to hear the music. And you know what I'm saying? The you know, first thing he did was call Bobby Smurda when he got out. And I think that was real as hell. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So now Bobby Smurda got someone in the outside. And like I said, man, let's get it, man. Get him out of here, man. Next is Bobby Schroeder, man. Let's go. We need y'all out here. I ain't gonna lie. We need some good music. We need y'all out here. Do you think they're gonna work with Bobby for it? Oh, yeah. That's coming. Because they all Crips, right? This is beyond that. I think it's just like, they look they up to them. Yeah, yeah like, they grew up around each other. It's all that. They did? Yeah. And they all from Brooklyn. They grew up with each other, though? You know that? Bobby uh, O'Foran said that. You say he grew up with Bobby Schmurda, them? Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, they're like, we ain't about the same age, too, ain't it? Yeah. Yeah, even Tigerstone didn't know all them boys. It's like, it's just, I guess New York is in Brooklyn, it's not as big as we perceive it, you know? I don't, I don't know, man. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Brooklyn, you know, Jay-Z. Yeah, that's all I got to really say about Brooklyn. That's all I really know about Brooklyn, you feel me? All right, what's the next topic, guys? E40 and Too Short. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Too Short versus. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's going to be big for the West Coast. They two calls, they two West Coast legends. Mm. And, you know, people been wanting this. People been wanting this. And, like, Snoop versus DMX, that really. I don't, I don't know. That was just a legendary battle, period. It's, Snoop is a showman shit. Like, he's, he's a showman now. Like, he, he know how to put on the show. It's really yeah. hard to follow Snoop. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. But I think um I think it's gonna be a, a great battle for the culture overall, especially the Bay Area, because you got you got two of the top dogs, two of the Godfathers. What's their superpowers? What how would E40 beat Too Short and how would Too Short beat E40? Let's start off with you, Chief. How would this happen? Um, as far as E40, he, he's just a grimy and a slick talker. Like he he know how to get in there. He'll he'll change the flow up on you. So he got. He got a, a majority of songs that he can take a couple rounds with. Even when Too Short was saying it, he said, when, you, when you're going up against a heavyweight, you don't expect a couple haymakers, you feel me? So, E-40, he, he's also been in the game. I think he had more... How Too Short would know, though? Because he's from the same spot. They knew each other before. No, no, no. How he would he know? He said, sometimes when you're going up for heavyweight, you're going to take a few haymakers. He's not a heavyweight. Oh, no, he's a heavyweight. He's sleep. No, 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 no. Weight wise, like he's short. Like if we were, I don't mean nothing. <laughs> who, who I'm the saying, toughest dudes? In, who the toughest dudes in the yard? You know what I don't know. I have no idea, my the friend. Little dudes. I don't know, but I have no idea, my friend. It's always, it's always the short dudes. You watch Oz? Oz out of BC. That's a great show. I don't know. I think I'm more scared of a big dude with a small hat. <laughs> I would just wonder, like, why the fuck he got that hat on, though? Why he got that hat on, though? He don't need to. No, but I'm saying, like, weight-wise, like, you know, like a heavyweight. You know how Mike Tyson is a heavyweight. You know how Holyfield, right. Lennox Lewis. You know what I'm saying? Me, I'll be a heavyweight. You know, too short would probably be, like, a middleweight at this age and this weight. You know what I'm saying? So he never technically, maybe he fought taller dudes. You know? Yeah, maybe. Maybe that's what it is. 
So yeah, continue. My he, was, he was talking more of E40 is a heavyweight though. He was right about that. I'm saying yeah, I'm, I'm breaking down this a little too much, but technically took it very literal for a rapper. Yeah, yeah, no, but guess what? Is it E40 a heavyweight? Let's be real. Yeah, they're both heavyweights in my eyes, though. In the context of uh, no, 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 music and weight. catalog. I'm talking about real stuff. Okay, stop talking about music and catalog. I'm talking about weight wise, like real life. Yeah, I agree. I can't disagree with you on that. Yeah, and when he when he said it, he could have literally meant it, and it would still be correct. All right, go ahead, man. You try to make me say, listen, let's let me clear up something. This dude tried to make me feel like, you know, I said too short is not a heavyweight out here, man. Come on, man. This would even be a versus battle if that was the case. You feel me? But you could go ahead. I just got to clarify. No, no, you, you didn't, you didn't clarify. You, you tried to throw me under the bus, bro. Like, no, I, I tried, see. but you know, I, I'm going to let you cook. You feel me? Nah, there's nothing to cook. Nah, dog. Nah, nah, nah. F the F smooth talk, dog. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> what you mean? I'm talking about... 40 and too short. I gotta talk slick. Oh, you did? Hey, Scream, dog! You gonna throw your panties on stage? <laughs> <laughs> what about E40? You got no E40 songs? You, you looking forward to? I, I said, I said quarterback. Well, okay, quarterback. Okay, okay. Yeah, quarterback. He, he got. I think E40 has more recent songs than Two Shorts, and that might be. Um, that might be. Oh, no. Damn. He got that. Uh, big that? Sean, he was on that Big Sean song. Um, I don't f with you. He was um he did a, he just came out with a song. Had that today, song man, with all the strippers. Yeah, he did candy. That's like every song he did. <laughs> yeah, that's why I didn't even speak of it. <laughs> uh, candy with Snoop Dogg and all them boys. He got a lot of songs, so it's, hopefully they pick the right songs and we won't be disappointed too. Yeah. Cause after that Jeezy battle, I'm a little you know I'm a little salty. I ain't gonna lie. I was still expecting. <laughs> I'm over here. I got my brown paper bag. Nothing in it. Nothing in it, dog. <laughs> waiting for my song. I'm waiting for quickie. You know what I mean? We we so um. It's just great for the bay, dog. Like, and I, it's gonna shed light on the bay as well, cause I think people sleep on the bay. The That's bay true. got some spitters. California you know I mean? need this. Are they gonna be in California when they do this? That's a I'm great question. Sure. I'm pretty sure they'll do it. Well, Snoop Dogg attend. I was just about to bring that up. That's funny. Cause I was gonna say I think Snoop and X, the, the Snoop and X battle was probably the reason why they're doing it in the first place. Because whenever, whenever speaking on it, um, especially Too Short, he was really, he really didn't want to do it. He's like, I, I've been in the game long enough, and my catalog is long enough. I, I don't have nothing to prove. And he also felt like the artists that were going against each other were at war. But when you see the, the Snoop and DMX uh, battle. That was just like a hip hop celebration. Yeah, mm-hmm. That's why it's still one of my favorite. It is my favorite because the vibe was right. Everybody, you can just relax and watch that. You feel me? You can, it's gonna you gonna travel down memory lane and feel good. It feels exactly. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think that's what the vibe is gonna be as well. Especially because you got two cool dudes. Who, you know, who lay back. Two legends. Who y'all got though? I got E4. Let's get to it. Rich, Rich who you got? Damn. Yeah, part of me want to go with E40 because E40 got more songs with pop that I can remember. So part of me just want to give them to E40. But Too Short got that song with Trick Daddy, dog, that I love. Too Short, too short got yeah. no songs with pop? Too Short ain't got no songs with pop? Mm, I don't think so. You got a song with, um, so. he, had a, he had a song with Jay-Z? Yeah. Yeah, he did. It's a good range. It's a good range. It should be an interesting one. Yeah. Who you got though? Who you got, man? You see, you on the fence, Rich. I want to go with E40 because of the later hits and stuff. I really want to go with E40, but uh, it's like part of me don't want to sleep on too short either. Mm. Make a decision, man. All right, I'll go. I'll go with E40 for you know, seem to put my answer out there right now for the podcast. I'll go with E40. Okay. Okay. Sensei, who you got? 40 or too short? Listen. I'm a hip-hop fan, and I'm going to get completely invested in this, right? 
Right. And after the blasphemous shit that she, uh, Rich said about the last battle, I feel like not even picking shit. Because I'm like... Because <laughs> it was a complete so like slaughter. It was-, it was a complete slaughter on Coochie's behalf. He slaughtered him. And then... The- People were saying like, oh, this dude, this, that. I was like, dog, if y'all are just going to measure hits, why even bother? I don't even care anymore, dog. Y'all measuring hits. Y'all not making this competitive. Because guess what? E-40 can sit down and play all his songs, and I guess he's going to supposedly win. Okay. So you're leaning more towards Too Short? Is that what you're saying? No. I didn't say that at all. I'm just trying to get an answer out of you. You're trying to get an answer out of mm-hmm. I'm not picking. Um, I'm just going to enjoy the show. Cause if I pick then you know what I'm saying they're hearing this like oh E40 had more hits I don't want to hear that crap but you know who I'm picking <laughs> I, like I said I, I like I like uh, I mean I like E40 but I like T short I like Too short more I like okay. Too short more than E40 so I mean me personally I'm a root for Too short now if he's gonna win I don't know popular consensus if, if we're going by what Rich Bo said about um, what's his name Gucci Man versus Jeezy compared to what he said to Jada Kids versus Fabulous. I'm just gonna say I'm just gonna say too short regardless, you know what I'm saying? But I know uh since you know E40 has more hits, he already won. So why bother? Why even pick I'm not as grim as Sensei, you feel me? We have our own um, Hey that's not grim, that's facts. Like you was here with I, me. I, I, no, what you're saying is facts, you feel me? But at the same time we have our own grading scale. We don't go by popular demand, you feel that's me? That's facts, dog. Thank you for podcast. reminding me though. I appreciate no, that. No, we, we go by we appreciate artists because we are artists, you feel me? We yeah, know no, how hard it is. Don't call me hood, call me good. Straight up. J Double O D D A Y. Facts. We're gonna be grading it on performance, on um, you know, not crowd control, but there's there's probably gonna be a crowd behind them. Hopefully they bring out some strippers. You know what I mean? Hopefully they that the vibe is, is real good. I'm seeing like it's gonna be. I see E40 bringing all his alcohol because he got a bunch of alcohol that he made. You know what I mean? I I, I feel like it's gonna be a good, nice vibe. I might even buy a bottle that day. You feel me? Uh-huh. So that, that's what I'm on. Yeah, that's terrible, though. I thought you was like doing well. You was fasting. <laughs> it's holiday season. It's like drama said. You feel me? Okay. What next, guys? Sorry. All right. So take K. Uh, apparently. They're removing all his videos from um, from YouTube. So the race, uh, what was it? Uh, AK, Mega Man. Uh, how do you guys feel about, about this, first of all? Especially you, Sensei. I'm, I'm going to give you a minute. But, um, well, Rich, you're, you're a fan as well. How do you feel about this? I thought that was green as hell when I found out. But it's, it's still able to be like, it's still on somebody's YouTube page. The race, you still can find it. But it's just not on TK's main YouTube page, which I thought is kind of green. Cause it's like making money off of it, essentially. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Is yeah, that even that's... legal? I mean, what is the details behind this? We didn't get a lot of details on it. We just yeah. From what it we heard, just it's just... On, it was just on Twitter trending and just on the internet trending. It just like they removed his videos. And that's just green. That's just green. But like, I don't know. If they trying to paint a better picture for him. I don't know. Okay. How much? But the how time's much? already over though, so it's not like he really exactly. needs a better image. Honestly, exactly. considering the type of music he makes, it would be to be more infamous would make him more money. Very unfortunate, but that's just the way that works. So, yeah. if, if they were going down that route, they should have been. He should have never even did the race. But he wouldn't be a legend if he didn't do that song it, under those conditions. It's very unfortunate. Uh, Sensei, I know you were a big Take A fan. You actually put me on a lot of his songs. Uh, oh, any yeah. thoughts on this matter? <laughs> I love Take A, man. I mean, I don't know if he's a good person, but I, I miss his music. <laughs> I miss his music. You know what I'm saying? I miss his music, right. man. I'm going to really miss it. But I mean, I have his mixtapes on download, but um, hopefully, this is not the end of Take A. Or his legacy as far as what he did uh, musically or sonically right he impacted a lot of people i used to listen to him well how much time did y'all listen to the race when it first came out all the time all the time until everybody started freestyling over it <laughs> yeah i hate that i hate the remakes i think every remake was trash tk had the yeah. best one that was it no more remakes please guys it was terrible no it's, more it, it's that little wayne effect though little wayne was the goat when it came to that to, to bring it full circle, you feel me? Nah, but Lil Wayne used to jump on people's tracks and do better than them. That's what people want to do. That was the point of using somebody else's beat. They were trying to do yeah, that. Yeah, there wasn't quite Lil Wayne. 
Nah, nobody is like Lil Wayne. I'm sorry, when it comes to that. Yeah. We got we got mixtapes on mixtapes to prove that, baby. But people fail to realize TK race was just too authentic and just too real and too raw. So I think like, a lot of people realize that, right? Yeah, I think that's why they <laughs> listen to it in the first place. Yeah, 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 right on that. I would agree, but I think they were trying to outdo it. They but they can't outdo something that's really was real. Like, that song was based off a true story. Like he robbed somebody and hit a race for real. So it's like I don't know if you could outdo the person who made this stuff, who made this song. That's just my opinion. Man, take care, man. Keep your head up, bro. I know Boosie don't like hearing that, but <laughs> you know what I'm saying. I don't know what else you're gonna tell. You can't say nothing. I'm supposed to be silent when you like, you know, your homeboy tell you, oh, I'm going to jail. You're like, you're just gonna look at him weird. Like, what you gonna do? Give him like chocolate? I don't know what to do. What's the proper etiquette? What would be the proper <laughs> etiquette, guys? Uh, I would say keep your head up and try to put some money on the on the book. <laughs> you got the money. If you don't, you know what I mean. Yeah, that's it, man. That's it. Ain't nothing you can do. Bro, if you need something, just let me know. That's it. I guess that's what they I got you, family. I'll take care no, of No, I got you. <laughs> the hard I don't want to hear nothing, though. The hard dap. I got you, dog. Like, you know what I'm saying? They ain't got you. Yo, I'm going away. You <laughs> dude, just stare at your eyes like Ghost Rider. Yeah. I don't know what to say, dog. Gotta get on you remember your birthday, dog. You think he got you? I'm going to go. Alright, um, next up, Lil Baby. George George Floyd's. George Floyd's? Dollar. Okay. Yeah. You go to her his daughter's George Floyd's birthday. daughter's birthday, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He said he attended. Nice he, didn't, he didn't pay for it. He attended it. Cause I seen some outlets for, you know said that he he purchased, like you know, say he threw it. You know what I'm saying? But that's a real dude, man. Shout out to Lil Baby, man. I mean just you know going back you know making a terrible situation at least in a, a terrible situation as someone who went through a lot you know hopefully he has a, a continuous relationship with this individual you know what i'm saying but she needs it i only gonna say that because you know once you don't know somebody i don't feel like you owe them anything but this particular person like you know there's a daughter i would definitely you know what i'm saying i would, I would definitely keep in touch and things like that see how i can help it you know what i'm saying probably push mm-hmm. her push her to another level like you know anything that can help her level up and you know get past her thoughts or anything she wants to dream and aspire to be i would try to help him in that situation but it was good to have someone there because you know that means a lot you feel me people don't understand yeah. sometimes your presence just mean a lot you know what i'm saying and uh, i respect that shout out to little baby man he seems to be aligned with that and you know he's one of the guys i'm truly rooting for how you guys feel about little baby and his authenticity do you feel like he's an authentic person Definitely, definitely, he got to doing something like that. Like, even if he ain't throw it per se, which I, I would think he he gave her a gift at least. Yeah. But this, this him just being there was big enough anyway. Mm. Regardless, period. But I think this is just dope. I, I just want to know, is this something that's going to continue to happen, which I hope so. Because, yeah, this, that's just dope. Who's doing that? Not too many hip hop artists is really doing stuff like that. I think a lot of hip hop artists are doing it. Yeah, I would agree with Sensei. But it, yeah, I would think they're doing it, but I guess they probably not putting the light on it properly. Yeah, like like we spoke about earlier, though, hip hop has a negative perception towards people. <laughs> so when when people do things like that, it looks out of the ordinary. But nah, man, we this, this happens a lot. Hip hop is the most popular genre of, of music at the time, bro. There's a reason for that because everybody likes hip hop, everybody likes rap, everybody likes that type of music, you know. So, but um, going back to the subject, little baby, that I mean, he looks like a stand-up guy for him to even be there, just like Rich said. And it means a lot because when you get to a certain caliber, dog, your money, your time is money. You feel me? So, and I don't think he got paid to be there. I, I didn't get that vibe when I saw the video. It like he just wanted mm. to attend, just to attend, you know. Hell so, no, he get paid. How much he cost to show up? Man, hell no, he didn't get paid, bro. That's my point. Not even, That's my listen, point. put it this way. If if this dude gave me a, a 95% discount, I still can't get him here. You feel me? Dog. That thing makes me yeah. bread, bro. 
Yeah, shout out to him. Shout out, shout out to little baby, but you know, even shout out to young lady staying strong and her happy birthday, man. Shout out to you for the birthday girl. Look at him shouting out little baby. It is the birthday girl. You feel me? Yo, shout out to the birthday girl, man. Shout out to her. Y'all gonna shout her out? Y'all better yeah, shout her I'll, out, dog. Y'all better I'll shout her out. I'll no, I'm just, I'm just making sure. I'm just making sure right now. I'm just making sure. Shut up, Nip. All right, man. Straight up, man. You know what I'm saying? Reading that book. Yo, uh, Chief, just my fault, while we were here. Remember when I asked you, I think it was like two or three days ago, I was like, yo, do you know the name of the guy who wrote the book for uh, Nipsey Hussle about the cheesesteaks? Yeah, you were asking me about that. Yeah, how about how about today, uh, you know, because, you know, I, I downloaded mad Audible books. Guys, I am not going to sponsor them because I want some free books. If you give me some free books, Audible, I'll, you know what I'm saying? I'll shout your name out of the Good Day podcast, you know what I'm saying? Don't call me hood, call me good. J-O-O-D-D-A-Y. Shout out to us. Um, but I sent Richbo a text message and Richbo replied. Because I was, uh, guess what the title of this book I was reading was? Because, you know, I sent it to Richbo. Guess what the title was, Chief? What? Catalyst. Oh, wow. And it came out this year. Yeah. And, you know, he saw the author's name. He was like, oh, shit, I like this. He said, oh, yeah. Nipsey liked them too. And I was like, I was just asking, um, I was just asking Chief about it because you know, I remember I was telling you about the book Contagious that I like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dog. And yeah. Then he's like, Yeah, that was the book that Nipsey read. Remember when I was talking about it? I was like, Man, that's a good book, man. I really like that book. That was the book that Nipsey read. And yeah. you know what I'm saying? And while y'all said R.P. Nipsey, I had to say that, man, because today we was just discussing it. Chief is right there, literally asked him about it. And I just gotta say thank you, Rich. Thank you, Rich, both for knowing. And Chief. You know, say you're a good guy, but you didn't help me in that situation, man. Hold on, hold yeah. on. <laughs> you don't know, hold on, hold on, Sassy. I'm gonna teach you something. You don't know what people know until you ask them what they know. You feel me? Ain't that a fact? Chief Jewel, right there. Yo, that's you Chief Jewel. You know what I mean? You gotta ask around. You gotta. You got some good resources, Sensei. I'm, I'm trying to tell you. You, you know, say the older you get, the wiser you get. You feel me? I see it. I see you, bro. I see you. I fucking love Scorpio. Anyways, uh, so rich bro. <laughs> Guys, Chief, 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 Chief is a Sagittarius. You know what I'm saying? No, nah, I want him to still be my friend. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I just try to get my right. few licks in. I'm just trying to get my. I'm being discriminated from my zodiac sign. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, ain't that fucked up? Cause you born in November. You know, a lot of people probably make that same mistake. I know this. How often that happens? How often that happens? What's going on? I got everybody. Ask. Everybody who don't have a birthday in November assumes that. Are you a Scorpio? Nah, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling the trend. I'm like, nah, man. Do your research. You got no receipts. You gotta talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, start snapping, dog. You know what I'm saying? You're going to be hollering at it. Yeah, you're going to be hollering at some girl. Like, oh, so you're... you <laughs> like, oh, she triggered Walk him. Away. Turn off my phone. <laughs> <man. laughs> you going to slap her. <laughs> hey, hey, slap the phone out her hand, dog. You're like, fuck this shit, man. Okay, uh, next up, next up. Uh, what we got? Yeah, man. Mo-Wop, man. Mo-Wop from O-Block, man. Who is, song, man. Who is that? Who's that? That's King Von, homie, man. King Von, R.P. King Von. Yeah. What's the name of the song, Rich? Um, Bert. No, it's Vince. It's Vince. It's Vince. Yeah, I put Bert. I'm walking. It's, it's Vince. And I, I just, I, like, when I when I heard the song, I'm like, when I heard it, I was like, okay, it definitely sounds like a first song, but it's a good first song. You could definitely see the trajectory of him if he keeps going with it, keeps just keep making music. You could definitely, you know, see him taking off old block. Him a him a prince, Prince Trey, him him of them taking off old block. Another one of King Von's homie. So old block looking good. So that's the artist that you're vouching for. You're saying he's the next one up. Oh, yeah. yeah. I would think so. I would think so because Vaughn talked about him a lot in songs. So I would definitely think like people 
people looking for a void because Vaughn not here no more. Right. So I definitely feel like people going to be looking, checking out for his music. Okay. That disrespectful, you know, that disrespectful Chicago stuff. Oh, he's still going after Ops? Uh, I, I didn't hear that in that song, which I liked. I didn't, yeah. I didn't, I didn't hear him get at nobody Ops. Surprisingly. Smoking on anybody in particular, I didn't hear that in that song, so I really, I really like that. Okay, that's pretty dope, man. He sounds um, like an interesting person that you know we're gonna grow to and get to know. Have you ever heard of him, Chief? Just before we, I never heard of this individual, but you know I'm gonna listen to whatever Ritual says. And what's his name, Ritual? Muwap. Muwap. Okay, um, Chief, you ever heard of this individual? Yeah, I heard of him through like people talking about him, but I never heard his music. Because he, he, his name has been thrown around a lot, even without King Bomb bringing him up. Mm-hmm. So I guess he must be, you know, obviously people from Chicago know who he is because he's from there. But yeah, I, I heard a lot of different Chicago dudes and even some, some Houston people mention his name. So it's interesting. Um, he does have, it looks like he has a good trajectory. Maybe, I'm not going to say maybe they should get away from that formula, but maybe they should try to evolve the formula to make it more, um, more pop, not pop, but pop. In the sense of popularity, not in the sense of you know Britney Spears, you feel me? <laughs> <laughs> Just to, to keep that sound alive and to um you know do Bond proud, dog. Make that money through your music, make your money through your through your art. You know you got y'all got that lane and people are watching y'all, so definitely got to take advantage. And I, I see little dirt closing them down as well, so there might be some good things in the future for him if everything goes well. Damn. Yeah. All right, man. All right. And to end this off, I'm not gonna. I'll just drop this on here. It's quick. We're not gonna keep it crazy, but you know, R.I.P. Tommy Liston, aka Debo from Friday. You know what I'm saying? Shout out, legend, shout out, man. shout out to Debo, man. You know, say you're a legendary uh, person, you're a legendary figure, and yeah, man. Uh, much respect, much love, and you know, saying Friday will never be the same without you. You know, what I'm saying it's gonna feel the same way like when you see something with Bernie Mac in it. You know what I'm saying? But uh, shout out to Debo, man. Um, you know what I'm saying? Uh, your family and your friends and your fans, we all miss you, man. For real, for real. Uh, anything else, guys, you want to just touch on? You just want to drop on right quick about this. I want to touch on it too long, you know what I mean? He was America's very favorite bully, for real, for real, dog. That's true. You know what? Facts. That's facts. Mm-hmm. You can't, like, you just love Debo. Like, even when he knocked out Craig, like, he just, he was like, damn, Debo. When he took Smokey Chain. <laughs> and he took Buddy Bike. When he took his Beach Cruiser. He took his Beach Cruiser, bro. My grandmama give me that chain. My grandma give me that. Shut up. <laughs> you see, and that's crazy, dog. You see? And that's what happened with a tall dude got little man syndrome, dog. Y'all wouldn't like that, though. Y'all that wouldn't like horrible, that, though. Um, yeah, probably. Start acting like probably y'all. Some, some type of issues. Start acting like y'all, bro. Go around here freaking acting crazy. Statue of Chain and be like, yo, what you said to me? Come on, man. Get out of here. Anything else, Chief? I mean, this, this hit me pretty hard. I'm not going to say it hit me harder than when, when John Witherspoon passed away. Uh, Pops, you know what I mean? Dang, it still hit me pretty hard because I was not expecting that. You feel me? Of course, it, you can't really expect something like this, but... I'm glad that when we talk about him, we, there's nothing but joy, you feel me? Like, when you think yeah. about certain people, you get happy, you think about their legacy, you think about what they did for you, your childhood, because Debo was part of our childhood, you feel me? Wow. He was part of our childhood. Yeah. Ask anybody yeah. elementary school what I wore, no, middle school what I wore, Debo, to school, to what? the point where I got in trouble for it, and like, nah, you can't yeah. do that. You <laughs> say you can't do that again. You can't be in slides. For y'all don't know, Debo's are slides. You know? Yeah, they're slides. Uh, you can get it for the low, five dollars. I paid eight. You know? I had to pay a little more. Oh, you got the good ones. Remember, there was the cheap ones and there was a good one, dog. But you, hey, you get it how you live. They're not gonna last anyway, dog. You be raw. like, dog. We. Bro, you not walking in like where you supposed to walk in with Debo, dog. You walking in dirt. You walking in all like you know, walking like twenty miles from school and shit. Slap like, boxing and Debo. Yeah, dog. Like you can't even do that. That's not what it was made for. That's not what it was made for, dog. In long socks and Debo's. Shout out to Rich Bo. 
Jose Long talk to depots all day long, man. Rich, Rich will have mad depots back in the day. I ain't gonna lie to you. Yeah, yeah, nah, hell yeah. We all had it, but Rich Bull was the king. Right, we all had it, but Rich Bull was the king. <laughs> a white tee, yeah, some depots. Uh-huh. Yeah, white tee, depots, and some jeans. That's it, dog. Oh, five of dog. Yeah, dog. That's some real boat yeah, shit right there. I ain't gonna lie to you. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you guys. Yeah, but on a greater yeah. note, and a gra- greater and happier note, uh, thank my co-hosts for this wonderful podcast. And uh, of course, an announcement I'm going to say right now is that, of course, like, you know, listening to the Meat Mill at DJ Academics, you know, we're going to touch on a lot more positive things. We're going to start adding some positive things to the po- uh, the podcast. You know, we, we, we sprinkle a little bit, but we need, to, yeah. we, need, we need to be more socially responsible. We need to put the good things out there. You feel me? Um, so, so shout out to all the positivity in the world. Shout out to all the lovely, lovely listeners. Please, and don't forget you lovely listeners. May you show us love on Spotify, Google Play, Apple Music, Stitcher Radio, um, et cetera, et cetera. You know what I'm saying? Um, this your boy Zenfolk, and who's with me? And Sherry. Not to mention Sherry. My bad. Like you never left. Like I never left. Who else with us? Yo, what's good, y'all, man? It's Boris Bo. All right, man, and we out. It's a good day. It's a good day. Good day, man. Time to get paid. Time to get paid. Time to get paid. Time to get paid. It's a good day. It's a good day. It's a good day. Every single way. Every single way. Every single way. Every single way. It's a good day. It's a good day. It's a good day. It's a good day.